This is the Immigration Conversation presented by Fragman, a series of talks and discussions by leading immigration lawyers and professionals from around the world. We'll bring you the most up-to-date business immigration news, issues of concern, and strategies in the world of global immigration and mobility. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. On our previous podcast, we talked in general about business succession and the entrepreneur process across Canada. Now, our focus will be for Ontario. I'm Cosmina Moradiu, Senior Manager and Lawyer at Fragment in Toronto, and I welcome you to our podcast. This discussion should be of particular interest to sellers who sell their business or plan to do so, and to foreign buyers who wish to manage a business in Canada and plan to become residents through the entrepreneurial process. We continue to have with us Alison Anderson, Chief Executive Officer of Succession Matching. Alison, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me, Cosmina. This is a great topic. And I'm going to start with uh, firing the first question for you, Alison. What businesses are you seeing currently for sale in Ontario and what industries? Yeah, there's a lot of potential for international buyers looking at Ontario. We have hundreds of listings of businesses that are qualified for the OIMP uh, through our partners uh, with the local economic development agencies there. They're very diverse, uh, but maybe I could highlight a couple of models for you. Uh, the first one's a graphic and design printing operation in rural Ontario. I really like this business because it's seen steady increase in revenue over the last few years, especially over the last few months, and it's been able to capture more market share. I believe this is a strong contender for an international buyer because this business has a lot of textiles, and if that potential buyer has some connections, they may be able to reduce the operating expenses, or it'd be a great business for someone with maybe some logistics background or something along those lines uh, to be able to build up more and more distribution chains. The one great thing about Ontario that I see is that they're able to ship product right across North America with maybe a little bit better online presence. The second business I'd like to highlight is a, a greenhouse. Again, I like this business because it's profitable and uh, it's been able to provide the current owner with a really comfortable lifestyle. An international buyer could turn this into a year-round business and increase the revenue within the first year of taking over the operations, which is really uh, key when you're when you're coming into a new country and setting up a new life. Uh, so this business is located in southern Ontario. Um, I really want to highlight that the temperatures there are mild and uh, it's fairly close to a larger city. And um, are you seeing the concentration of businesses in the greater Toronto area or outside? So we kind of have a mix of both, but for international buyers interested in Ontario, I'd really recommend looking outside of Toronto because there are opportunities to have a higher return on investment on the small and medium-sized businesses. That's good to know. What are some of the sale prices that you're seeing in the market? Our current seller members in Ontario that are interested in selling to international buyers and that would qualify for the Ontario Immigrant Nominee Program have a quite a large range between 39,000 and 8 million Canadian dollars. I know this is a really big variance and we work with these potential buyers to identify their priorities in running the business before we make a match and introduction. 
Um, maybe an example of that is an individual that's really entrepreneurial, um, can identify issues, implement systems, and are willing to take on a little bit more of that risk. There are a lot of businesses that have good market share but aren't currently profitable. But if someone's looking for something a little bit lower risk that is profitable, uh, they'll need to spend around 300 to 500,000 Canadian dollars. And uh, are you having any franchises in your store and, and what would be the price point? It really depends on the franchises. We do have some franchises listed with us. And over the last 15 years, I've had a chance to read quite a few of franchise agreements. And I just want to stress the point that not all franchises are created equally. Usually when an individual is purchasing a franchise, they are buying it from another franchisee. This is called resale. And there's a special process that needs to be completed with the franchisor. We can help walk the individual through that process. But some franchises are great, don't get me wrong. They provide a lot of support to their franchisees. And that mentorship is the reason why buying a business is better than starting one. Prices on these can vary. Some are as low as $100,000 Canadian. But keep in mind additional costs from franchisees like the transfer uh, is sometimes required. Or oftentimes we see uh, leaseholder improvements required from the franchisor when taking over a franchise. That's great. And you actually uh, preempted my next question. Why an individual should consider buying a business instead of starting a new one? Yeah, absolutely. Mentorship is, is really key, but I do want to highlight six main reasons why someone should consider buying a business instead of starting a uh, a new one. So the the business is already cash flowing. As I mentioned, a lot of the businesses are, are profitable. Um, financing can be easier if you're looking at scaling the business, if it's cash flowing positively, and, because it's able to demonstrate that cash flow. It's got established name and reputation and market position. So if you've already got market share, um, those are all really important factors. And I can't stress enough, it's also important to have that key staff already in place. And so it, that's important for any buyer looking at buying a business. But I really feel that this is even more important for international buyers because doing business in a new country is going to be slightly different. And just having those six things set up as a foundation uh, will really set them up for success. From your um, experience dealing with um, Canadian sellers and, and foreign buyers, what are some of the challenges you're seeing? I think one of the obvious one is a lot of stuff has changed in the market in the last year. So it's important that the business owners have up-to-date financials. Until this is complete, we can't really com uh, connect the business owner with an international buyer because they won't have an asking price. Uh, so this is the major challenge that we're seeing right now. Thanks for sharing. Um, why why would a foreign buyer invest in Ontario, Canada's second largest province, uh, I may say an area larger than France and, and Spain combined, as opposed to British Columbia, for example? I think that's a really good analogy. I didn't realize that Ontario was bigger than <laughs> France and Spain. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, you've you've traveled to both, and I know we both feel that there's some strengths uh, to both uh, both of them. The first step we always recommend is the individual meet with Fragoman to ensure that they qualify for both provincial programs. Um, and then once that step's complete, identifying what is important to the individuals, uh, to their families, both professionally and personally, is important. So an example, the cost of living in British Columbia is a lot higher than in Ontario. 
uh, which drives up the price point of the businesses. Uh, they're significantly higher there. So it's important to keep some of these factors in mind when identifying a location. Sometimes the individual's experience or business model will influence this de decision. For example, Ontario has great trade between the, the U.S. And so if an individual is looking at exporting their product across North America and into the U.S., um, we would recommend Ontario as a, a, a amazing place to set up a business. That's great. So um, I'll, I'll add a fun fact there, but uh, Ontario apparently generates 37% of the national GDP and is home to almost 50% of all employees in high-tech financial services and other knowledge-intensive industries. Are you seeing any other industries in demand in Ontario? Uh, that's, that is a really fun fact. And I also want to highlight that Ontario is the fastest growing tech scene in North America, in North America, pardon me. And I believe this uh, trend will continue. Other sectors that we're seeing a lot of uh, great businesses for international business is residential construction and service types businesses like HVAC or window installation. Great. And um, are you aware of any incentives or, or grants that free buyers can access? Actually, at all three levels of government, municipal, provincial, and federal, there's some amazing business support programs in Canada. This would really come down to the individual and the type of business that they're running. During the exploratory visit, we ensure that they connect with the local officials that specialize in these business programming uh, so they can outline how the community can help them with the purchase and scaling the business. One thing that's unique about Ontario is the access to financing to purchase the business. For example, if an individual is purchasing a business outside Toronto, then we usually connect them with the Community Futures Office. This is an economic development program supported by FedNor and FedDev. Uh, this is actually the world that I come out of as well uh, to discuss financing options to scale the business. Um, and so those are some great supports and, and some programs available to international buyers. That's great. Uh, remind us of your process, Alison, so that um, entrepreneurs will know what to expect of uh, your, uh, your process and the stages in, in your process. Perfect. Thanks, Cosmina. The process can be broken down into steps for both buyers and sellers. I'll start off with the seller perspective. Uh, when a business owner joins our marketplace, our intake process identifies a business um, based on seven different criteria to see if they'd be a good fit for an international buyer, uh, such things as timelines or general interest in talking to an international buyer. If they're a good fit for that criteria, then we run them through a separate process to ensure that they meet the minimum requirements for the immigration stream. Uh, then once that's complete, we'll match them with a the buyer and we'll collect uh, some high-level financials and set up the introduction call. From an international buyer perspective, the process can be uh, broken down into four main stages, matching them to the seller, which I, I just described from the seller perspective, the exploratory uh, trip to visit the community and learn more about the business and the community and the different supports that I, I just talked about, then going through the process of writing a business plan that's suitable for the specific transition in government programming. This is really putting on our thinking caps and see how the international buyer's uh, skill set can help scale that business. And then the fourth stage is tracking what we call key performance indicator, 
once they arrive to ensure that they they stay on track uh, with the business transition. That's great. And um, we talked previously about what businesses are eligible or not for the entrepreneur process. So it's very important for frame buyers to know that not all businesses and franchises are eligible for the process. So feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions. So from our end, once the desired business is identified and the preliminary steps are completed, the candidate may proceed with registering a profile at the provincial level and expressing interest to reside in a province. Other steps include receiving the invitation to apply uh, from the province, submitting the nomination application, attending an interview, which is now virtual, great, um, signing a contract with the province called a business performance agreement, applying for a work permit, coming to Canada to manage the business for a set number of months, then submit a final report to the province at the issuance of the nomination, then application for permanent residence. So there are various steps in the process um, for uh, nomination, but also for applying for permanent residence. The process is lengthy, but um, the good part about the process is that the work permit is issued initially, which will allow the candidate and the family to come to Canada, candidate to enter the province and start running the business. So in conclusion, Ontario offers opportunities for uh, foreign buyers. Um, Alison, anything that you want to, um, to add? I, I guess in final summary, the one thing that I've always enjoyed working with you and your team at Fragman Cosmina is that ensuring that the person's set up not just personally and professionally is really important to Fragman and succession matching. And so we look forward to working with potential international buyers throughout this entire process and, and just really appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, the Ontario program today on this podcast. I want to thank you, Alison, for joining today's session, and I look forward to our next episode when we will discuss the entrepreneur process for British Columbia. Thank you. The Immigration Conversation podcast is presented by Fragman, the leading firm dedicated exclusively to immigration services worldwide. This episode is current as of the date of recording. With frequent changes in global immigration, be sure to keep up to date by visiting our website at www.fragaman.com and subscribing to the Immigration Conversation on your favorite podcast service to hear the latest episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute legal advice or give rise to an attorney-client relationship between any listener and our firm. If you have any questions, please contact the Global Immigration Professional with whom you work at Fragamin.